Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube and aren't subscribed, make sure and click the subscribe button, like, comment, let us know what you think about the episode. If there's any particular topics or guests you'd like to have on, we're always checking your comments on YouTube and love to be able to take them and then get them on to future episodes. Today, I'm going to be joined by Lenny from Dynamite Diesel Products, and I wanted to go more in depth with him about their Patriot line of injectors. He had mentioned it on the previous podcast. You guys had a lot of questions about what uh how they're built um differences between them and other ones on the market so i wanted to ask him those questions before we get to it though i want to remind you our friends over at kershaw knives have a 20 percent off discount code for you use code diesel 2023 at dot it's a great way to save some money get some really cool gear so if you need a knife for hunting fishing edc or with the holidays coming up uh they give a it's a great gift to be able to give um to people so definitely make sure and head on over to their website if you're in the market use code diesel 2023 for a 20% off. All right, let's get to Lenny from Dynamite Diesel Products talking about their Patriot line of injectors, what trucks they work for, how they test them, build them, and what all has gone into making a really quality injector set line. Lenny, welcome back to the Diesel Podcast. I, I'm enjoying the uh, the festive outfit that you got on today. I know we got some cool things uh, some cool things planned, so welcome back. Look forward to chatting with you. Uh, man, thanks for having me again. Much appreciate it. It's the end, almost the end of the year, 2023. Yeah. Um, you know, all the Black Friday sales and all that thing are, uh, you know, we're getting lined out and dialed in for that. And then, as you know, we just released that Patriot series stuff. Um, so, yeah, we got and then I got I got all sorts of things to get caught up on. I bought my first Duramax. It's crazy. I know. I know. I'm actually getting ready to buy my second one, too, because I have to like this one. But uh, we hired an outside salesperson. So I'll be sharing this Duramax with him. We're getting our second EDM, hopefully before the end of this year. Um, we've got the Port Tracing Industry booth, and we've got a booth at the Association of Diesel Specialists. That's pretty much from January. That's what we got. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Definitely. I definitely want to talk about the Patriot series because there were some questions that I had seen or gotten <clears throat> from when you mentioned it last time. But I have to start with the big thing as a Cummins guy with a Durham, one Duramax and now two. What has that been like yeah. from having one kind of truck or engine for so long to I got a Duramax and I get two of them? I like, I like. I drove a buddy of mine's like LB7 back when they were first brand new and it sounded cool and I liked it. So I really enjoyed hopping them up. And then I got on the Cummins thing. And then basically what really kept me drawn to Cummins was if I broke a part, like no matter what year it was, I kind of had spare parts laying around for it. Yeah. Um, like connecting rods, you know, you can buy a connecting rod from 89 clear out to a 2018 and they all kind of fit and camshafts and things like that. So it was like, as soon as I opened one up and I put it together, I was like, well, no matter what year it is, they're kind of like building all of them sort of the same and they're pretty durable. So I just, I always had, I've got bins of spare parts from broken engines laying around. So that's why I kind of stayed that direction. 
but Duramaxes sound cool. I've owned a pile of Fords, um, some that I liked a lot, some that I hated a lot, and I've never actually owned a Duramax until right now. And the reason that I bought it was because a good friend of mine, um, I told him, you know, you should get the new Jeep Wagoneer, Grand Wagoneer thing for your wife, and he did it, and he hated it, like with passion. He ended up buying a Tahoe with the new, like the little three liter Duramax in it. Yeah. And she drives, you know, it's like uh soccer mom, volleyball mom, all that kind of stuff. And they're putting huge miles on that thing and they love it. So I jumped in it the other day, took it for like a five minute buzz around the block. And I thought it was pretty cool. It's like really spunky actually. So, all right. You know, it's been in a, it's been in production for a few years and they seem to be, my personal feeling is, is like all of the, the horse pucky about EVs is starting to already fizzle out. I see that people are starting to actually get real and talk about how much power it's going to consume and how we don't have the infrastructure. So I'm pretty stoked about this little Duramax because I think that it is the common sense approach to actually like saving fuel, being uh, conscientious about the planet and they don't smoke. So it's not offensive. Uh, so I bought one and basically it's going to be myself and uh, cause I have to drive to Seattle once a month, basically. Um, so I'm going to enjoy driving it. And then our outside sales guy, Wade, he's going to end up taking this thing and taking it back down to Denver. He's centrally located and he'll be able to travel from Denver to wherever and, and visit all of our job shops that supports us. And he'll be using this Duramax for that. Since I got in it, I was like, man, this thing's pretty cool. So uh, I gave my missus the eco diesel 1500 I've been driving and I'm going to buy another little Duramax for myself to drive as a daily. It's very cool. I, w- I was thinking L five P, but I'm glad that you brought up the, the three liter because I had this really interesting conversation a couple months ago with somebody who was looking to get into a truck, but they didn't need the three quarter ton. And so they were looking at the three liter Duramax. They were looking at the, uh, I forget what the F-150 is with the hybrid um, setup that it has. And and they kept coming back to the Duramax. And when you look at the the stats on it, the torque, the options, it's a great platform. And I think they're the only ones that still do it because Ford dropped out with the Power Stroke. And I think, is the Ecos Diesel still going to be made going forward? I'm not sure. But, I believe so. Is it? Yeah. So I think they're it's a limiting really- production on that. Yeah. Like it's not going to be an old, like they're getting rid of it in the Jeep, but I think they're going to continue using it in the 1500 truck still. Would, how would you, as, as a a business owner in the aftermarket, what you do with fuel systems, when you look at that three liter Duramax, do you see a lot of potential with the things you build or can build to be able to get them a bit more power? You've talked about a ton of things on the podcast with how does the engine idle, fuel economy, longevity. What do you think when you look at that engine? I don't know yet. Like, that's why I'm jumping into one because I know that traditionally speaking, everything that I've laid my eyes and my hands on, the bigger the engine, the greater the variation in part is. So if you're talking about like a 15 liter motor, they get away with murder because people don't expect 15 liters to actually like idle smooth. So they put in stuff that's horribly out of balance and it idles like a big truck and it runs like a big truck. And that's what big trucks do. But then if you take a 15 liter and you straighten out the injectors, you're like, Oh my, this is like my Duramax. So the little stuff I've ever, you know, like with eco diesels, I've got a recipe 
that makes like 25, 30 horsepower. And my missus will continue driving mine. We we basically bought that truck, brand new pump, brand new set of injectors in it. And I've been driving it for, I don't know, like a year or something. And now she'll be driving that. So I'm about ready to put injectors in that and start monkeying with it. Um, I just got to get the hub adapters for the five-hole bolt pattern to go into the dyno. And I still have my Jeep Eco Diesel Gladiator that's got a bone stock motor. And I was just like, if we didn't have so many projects ahead, that thing would already have injectors in it. Because a long time ago, 2015, 2016, I owned a Grand Cherokee that I did injectors in. And that thing picked up about 30 horsepower. And it was just a ton of fun to drive. Like got rid of the the dead pedal and all that stuff. So I know that with that platform, I know that I can make something run really good. Uh, with the eco diesel, like I've never seen one of those injectors in my hand yet. So instead of me asking some customer to send me something, I'm just going to buy a truck and see what we can break and then put it back together. We get asked all the time for three liter Duramax content. So now that I know that you have one and are going to get a second one, I'm going to make a note to bug you about <laughs> things that you learn, things you find out so we can talk about them on the podcast. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, really cool. And I think you mentioned before the podcast, um, a new EDM machine, which I think is going to be important in the future with not just what we're talking about with potentially um, three liter Duramax stuff, but just overall with the demand and being able to meet it. And then that's going to lead in, I think, to where I really had a lot of questions for you, which is with the Patriot series of injectors. But I wanted to ask you about the machine and the capability, getting it all set up and how that's leading into 2024. Okay. So we designed a patent. And basically what we do is we have like, say your primary injection holes, and then we have a secondary hole that we use as a pilot injection event. So they're very, very close to the absolute tip and they're about 50% of the, the, the primary hole diameter. So if you've got say five holes at 10 thousandths, we would put two pilots in there just over the wrist pin. And those two pilots would be uh, 50% of 10 thou, so about four and a half to five thou. That way at low idle pressure, you're going to get a lot of atomization from those very small holes. That's our patent. And we use that. It does not work in all platforms. It surprisingly works very, very well in certain platforms, like very, very well. Uh, so that patent technology is something that uh, it requires us to manhandle each nozzle two different times. So we have to set up the EDM, we take the needle valves out, get everything clean, EDM the part with the primary holes, you get done with say 200 or 300 of those, then you tear the machine apart, you change the wire, you change the guide, you change the, the, uh, the, the guide and the, uh, the charge uh, plate on the EDM, reset everything up, do a couple of tests, like your first couple of nozzles get tested, and then you go to town. So now you've got to touch the needle valve twice. You got to clean everything twice. You got to put everything back together. WD-40, it, then it goes off and, and gets AFM'd. It's a massive time suck is what it really, it's just a huge time vampire is what it really is. So that process works amazing. It cleans up the black smoke. It really helps like fuel economy in like certain applications. And it definitely helps like the natural atmosphere uh, horsepower is, you know, like pre-boost, basically. It's really snappy. It really wakes them up. So when you crawl up to a stop driveway, stop sign, pulling away from the stop sign, it feels like a new truck. It feels like it's got 
way more torque, way more drivability. But it's such a time vampire that we decided that two years ago it was, I had old George from AAEDM. I called him up and said, hey, I got this idea. Here's what I want to do. And he's like, oh, let me, you know, it's too much work. And then uh, he found an EDM that an OEM had purchased. And they were using it for uh, diesel exhaust fluid injectors, but they weren't really using it. Ever. So they sold it back to him. I bought it. And then he tore it all apart, restored it with dual heads. And last week, Brian and I, Brian's our main EDM guy. Brian and I went to AADM and we hung out there for three days, I think. Got to operate the EDM, got to see it perform and act. And uh, so basically anything in big run, especially with pilot holes, is going to get done on that EDM now. And all the one-off, more short-run custom stuff is going to get done on the EDM that I've already had for a while. So, because right now we've got this kind of an arm wrestling match going with like great big custom stuff that's very expensive. That guy feels like his stuff's really important. He's got a customer waiting. But then you've got John Q. Public that's waiting for that guy's one set of injectors to get done before we can actually move on to production sets. And with the Patriot stuff, we've already started to feel the pain. So we've been having to split the shifts on the EDM to keep it running more hours to kind of keep up. Uh, because Patriots, basically, we found a partner that's able to get us correct steel, correct finishes of the steel. They're sending us blanks with needle valves fitted. They're sending us control valves, and we finish the control valve here. We finish the nozzle here, so we're in total control of what our end product looks like, and we're extremely stoked about that because... I've been using those things several hundred per month. I've had zero nozzle failures so far, and I've had zero control valve failures so far. We've had four uh, solenoid failures so far. Two happened to a shop in Oregon. I feel horrible for that guy because he got two bad solenoids. I couldn't believe it myself. So we got the injectors back here. We, Mitch, our mechanic, put them in our truck, and sure enough, it, there was a problem with the injectors. So just the stars aligned perfectly and two bad solenoids got put in one set. And then this last weekend, uh, Cam from Adrenaline Truck reached out and said, hey, man, I just got these injectors and it's thrown this bank open code. And I'm like, yeah, it's a set of injectors. I'll get them to you Monday. We're going to troubleshoot and figure out which one. Uh, but basically, the magnets are failing in very, very short order uh, on those four parts. So we're already working with the manufacturer to make sure that that isn't going to be an ongoing problem, but still well over a thousand solenoids and we've only had four failures. So the warranty rate has been pretty ridiculously low. I'm stoked. And again, control valves, nozzles, all of that stuff is finished right here in this house. So with the Patriot stuff, two-year warranty, new solenoids, reman bodies, new control valves, new nozzles, new seals that we designed and that we're having made for us. I have ran those seals clear up to 238 MPA, 240 MPA basically. And we've had zero seal failures. Uh, just because nothing in life's ever perfect, the same manufacturer said, you know, we can make you bodies. So, okay, send them. And we've tested their bodies at stock rail pressure. They're just fine. At high rail pressure, they fail catastrophically. Yesterday, Skylar discovered what we think is the culprit. Uh, 
And so we cut a couple of bodies in half with piece of wire today. And uh, we did some discovery and we figured out what they're doing wrong there. So we're going to send the proper spec for surface finish to that area. And we're going to send them the spec for surface finish and what they're, what they're giving us. And we'll get them to revamp their design. And potentially in, in a few months, we might have brand new bodies for sale as well. That uh, because these cores, you know, these trucks are now 20 years old, right? Yeah. And the core, the fallout rate on cores, like I'm buying cores, we pay $35 each for cores. And if I buy five or 600 of them, 100 to 150 are no good the, the day that they show up here. So as the years go on, we're trying to keep your legacy trucks running. The cores are going to get more and more hard to come by. So we are investing in the time and the money to get a body engineered and ground correctly that we can actually supply you a good quality part in the aftermarket world for all the years to come. That's the big thing that I hear with the older trucks is people, they go back to them. Sometimes they have more than one. Sometimes they get two or three of them and they're just, they're happy with that truck. And so they're looking for not like, the race truck setup or drag racing or anything like that. They just want it to run and they want to spend enough money to know that they're having, uh, getting a quality part. They don't want, you know, some no name, some foreign, you know, product in there and they're having constant failure. So they're willing to spend the money, but they also want the value. And that's where a lot of the questions I got pertain to more so about comparisons. Like, you know, can you have Lenny compare the Patriot series to like an OEM uh, setup or, um, the Patriot series to say something else that they do. What are they, I'd say, what is the target market for it? And then to what are you able to deliver versus in the past when we think of like new stock replacement or just replacement injectors, we don't really know what we're getting. So I think you're going to lead me down the path of the technology and the testing that you're able to do is what separates it. But I wanted to ask you on the podcast so people can hear, how would you compare them to what's out there? So right now, like if you go to big box store, buy an injector, they're kind of expensive and they're not bad because there's a place that's in Mexico that's using decent quality parts. And the dude that set up that plant that's rebuilding those injectors is not dumb whatsoever. Uh, So their stuff's pretty good. Like I've tested it and it's not horrible, Um, but they're really expensive and you can drop. So if you own a car lot, and it's got a bad injector. Do you think you're buying six? Let's get serious. You're not in one. Yeah. So our mission was to make something that you could buy one of or six and it would still run, right? Because if we're being honest, like if you own a 20-year-old truck, you're either attached to it because of it was your dad's, it was your uncle's. It's, you know, you've owned it a good long time and you just don't feel like ever selling it. You're getting to the age where you're not going to buy a new truck. Or potentially it's something new to you. You have a boat, you've got snowbills, you've got a camp trailer. You've also got two little kids and you're making 50, 60, 70 grand a year trying to feed a wife and two kids. That's a tough gig these days, right? Yeah. So my mission with the Patriot stuff was to provide stock flow rate. That was just as we're giving you all the latest, greatest technology to make sure that our parts will outlast what the OEMs gave us brand new. That's not impossible because back in 2003, 
when that truck was released, um, there was a lot of things that, you know, the OEMs were doing that were cutting edge then that aren't cutting edge today at all. So we're giving you the latest, greatest technology to try and, you know, an example would be if you talk to like Duramax guys, and like I, I read a meme last night that said, if it ain't white smoking, then it ain't no LB7. <laughs> and, and I'm laughing because every Duramax guy on the planet knows exactly what we're talking about, right? But if you ask any Duramax guy, they blame that problem on the VCO nozzle that came on the LB7, right? Okay. Every single Cummins 5.9 common rail has a VCO nozzle on it. The same damn needle valve is in the, the LB7. So what's so different? How come the, the LB7 smoke and how come the 5.9s never really smoked? Well, I can tell you why, but we fixed that problem in this house using the VCO style nozzles for all the Duramaxes. And then for a while, we offered SAC style nozzles, which we're going to get back to that pretty soon. But we're going to be offering the SAC style nozzle because the rumor is, I think my hat is shedding. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the rumor is that a SAC style nozzle is just way more durable and it's way better. Okay, fine. So be it. If that's what the marketplace wants, to give the marketplace what they want as long as we think that it can be better or at least as good and our patriot series stuff is a sack style nozzle and koi he doesn't like the idea he's like scared to death because he just he's like dude these people have to if we're going to use sack style nozzles like i want to make sure that we're not going to give them any problems and I'm like, that's cool. I understand where you're coming from. Like, you're worried that we're going to give, if a customer buys one or two of our sack style nozzles, will there be an interference with the VCO stock stuff, right? Valid question. I know the answer, but I'm going to prove that. So currently, our guy Mitch is driving our truck with OEM nozzles on it. We're going to give him that for a few weeks. He's going to log mileage and all those things. And he's driving it to and from work and all the stuff, right? So his butt-o-meter knows what that truck feels like, knows how it sounds and all that stuff. Very soon, probably within a week, we're going to pop three of those injectors out. And we're going to put three Patriots in there with SAC-style nozzles that we've already looked at rate shape. So we know when beginning of injection looks like and we know when end of injection looks like. So I know that they're going to run correctly, like using the numbers, everything pencils out. But just to kill the question mark, will this cause problems? We're going to put three VCOs and three SACs in just to make sure that they run great. And then once they're installed, I'm going to have Mitch drive in here to this shop and he can give everybody in this shop a ride around the, you know, around town or whatever to make sure everybody understands that, you know, like what we're doing scientifically translates to what the tire sees. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot like we're, we're trying to that. The Patriot series stuff is reman to stock flow. That's that is its real definition. The dynamite stuff uses the exact same parts, but it's like the 15 and the 30% over stuff for like 50 and 90 horsepower kind of a thing. That's the real difference. And then with Patriot, since we're really the idea behind the Patriot is to keep legacy trucks alive, meaning keep the older pickups on the road, right? We are offering those at a super slim margin to us. Like our company doesn't make that much money on them. But the idea is like if you, you know, if you're a 23-year-old guy 
and you can afford a set of Patriots and you fall in love with them. And then pretty soon you're 27, you got a new job. You remember buying our cheap Patriot line. And when you're 27 or 30 and you want to buy our more expensive Dynamite line, you pick up from a two-year warranty on the Patriot, you go to a three-year warranty with Dynamite and it's more money and it builds in enough margin for us to stay in business. So if it was just about staying in business on just Patriots, we'd have a pretty tough time. But it's uh, it's kind of our loss leading product to help people keep the old stuff on the road at stock flow rates. That's really what it is. I think that's really important because the the market on diesel trucks has shifted so much to where when I got into them, they were very much something. They weren't cheap, but you could you could afford one, and you could you know get it for your business or you could get it it just wasn't so much of a stretch verse now when you look out there and it's a huge price tag for anything with some nice options on it and so i find a lot of people i talk to are saying i'm just going to keep my old one um runs fine get good economy with it i've had it a while it's affordable um the cost you mentioned that people are facing and you know housing and all that kind of stuff it's just kind of leading to this point where i think it's going to be huge because they're going to want to keep these on the road. They're going to want a quality product and they can get that versus, you know, in the past it was tough. You know, you'd see ads for things or just come across injectors, never heard of the company. You don't even know where they come from, but it meets your price point. There's a lot of horror stories with that, with uh, failed engines and a ton of different things. So I think what you're providing the marketplace is, is really cool. Unfortunately, like our government makes sure that our country and our workers are safe, comfortable. There's a lot of laws for all of us employers to follow and they're not cheap to follow. Right. So, you know, I imagine that like what the the larger companies in America spend on just safety annually is probably what like uh, China or any of those countries would spend for total operating costs. So when you look at any company doing okay in business right now, they're importing stuff that they bring in as raw material because you can't cast a cylinder head in America. Can't It's just not feasible. So these guys are buying cylinder heads that are cast offshore. They're bringing them in and it's just a, it's a raw casting. It's not the finished cylinder head. So they finish it in-house and it's a high quality product, right? I'm now to a point size-wise and I see that this industry is to a point age-wise. Like I say, when my core fallout, I buy cores and 15% of them are before we even get them. Yeah. In three years, that's going to be 30 or 40%. So I'm going to be buying cores that are trash. So I need right now, I need to be thinking about that day. And these guys send me bodies. Oh, yeah, they work pretty good in Mitch's truck with stock rail pressure. We tried to build them yesterday for one of our favorite customers, Josh. And I'm trying to get him to go from a 250% over that he just made like 2,500 horsepower on. Uh, and I'm getting him, I want him to try some 300%. But he does so well on 250s that 300 is like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, dude, they're free. They're bodies that I want you to test. We cranked them up in the test stand to where he's going to crank them up in the truck. And those things failed miserably. 
So today I get with Zach and I'm like, Zach, how would you go about doing this? He said, I'd run a piece of wire right down the middle of that thing. I'd cut it right in half with some EDM wire and call it good. Zach, do that. So Zach was in charge of slicing OEM bodies in half. And he's in charge of slicing our aftermarket bodies in half. Under the microscope, we see what the problem is. We've still got some measurements to do. And uh, we need to do a surface finish analysis on it. And basically, we're going to email these guys, let them know what our spec needs to be on that body from now on, and give them surface finish surface finish specs, give them the, the diameter, the ID bore diameter specs. We'll keep editing. We'll keep tweaking with this manufacturer. And pretty soon, I'm going to be buying brand new bodies that are good, and we can build them here in this house. So I don't have to worry about a 30% fallout rate of course. That won't yeah. bother me. Plus the consumers, if I see a core body out here that kind of looks used, beat up, not real nice, we acid dip them, we we wash them with the ultrasound machine, we try and get them to look better. But some of the stuff's looking not very good anymore. And if you just bought, you know, a $295 injector and you're like, really, it looks like this, it may run perfect. But it's right. the aesthetic appeal, right? Like right. once it's under the valve cover, it starts and runs good. They're going to forget how ugly it was. But some customers don't want to see ugly, period. And that's just how that is. It can run amazing, but they don't care. It's just ugly. So, you know, we're trying to we're trying to cross that bridge before we get to that bridge. That's really and ultimately, like uh, our company's never been successful because we've been you know, lagging with creativity. Like I, that's my one strength is I'm too creative. And now I've got all these people here that I, I see ideas and then I talk to the guy and he handles it. And then I walk away and I see other ideas and some of them get harvested and some of them don't, but that's where we're at right now. I had somebody ask me what, uh, what your trucks are covered or, do you, or is the Patriot series available for? And then if it's not all of them, what ones in the future might you look to being able to offer that series? Good question. Um, right now it's all of the five, nine Cummins trucks and uh five, nine common rail Cummins trucks is it's all of them. So Oh three to Oh seven, right in the future, it's going to be 6.7 Cummins trucks. And also in the future, it's going to be LLY, LBZ, Duramax stuff. So, you know, like this, the world is very, very small. And I really enjoy that to a point because I have met some amazing humans that are very smart at what it is they do. Um, example, how do I say this without giving away too much? I was at my EDM guy like four years ago when we bought this EDM. And one of the guys there was fighting with the the top hole in the control valve. He was trying to EDM that, and he'd been working on this process for a long time. And I'm like, man, what's taking so long? He's like, well, nobody's ever really done this except for the OEMs. So we have to design process behind them to try and, you know, these guys are making this part, but they can't make that hole. I need to make that hole. So... We meet up and get sample parts, and I walk into the EDM guy, and I go, hey, last time I was here, you were trying to EDM that top port. Yeah, yeah, we fixed it. Figured it out. I'm like, okay. Was that for so-and-so? Yeah, yeah, it was. And I'm like, yes, 
<laughs> best day ever. And the reason it's so cool is because I know that AAEDM is extremely accurate. I know that they make top quality EDMs and the control valves that I've been getting from this other company, that hole is really nice. Like it's nicer than any of the OEM stuff right now. Um, I'm extremely impressed with it. So when I heard that the machine that I was witnessing being put together four years ago ended up being the machine that's making my control valves right now, it brought it all home to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, all right, this is cool. Like now I know, I already know I gotta, I gotta zip my lip a little bit because brands of grinders, like when you purchase the key to any sauce, when it comes to like manufacturing something is like how straight, how flat, how round you can make it. And the brand of grinder that you choose is the key to success. Germans like to use German tools. People in the USA like to use USA tools. You can buy cheap stuff from China or whatever, but you don't really get any sort of quality and you don't get any sort of factory backup. So you may get it cheap, but you may fight forever with it. So you don't want to buy a nozzle that was made on a grinder that was made in China. You don't want to make spray holes with an EDM that was made in China. When I call George and I say, George, I got this problem. He says, oh, Lenny, let me think. And then he tells me things to try, and we figure it out. Um, he's two, three hours ahead of us time zone-wise. He speaks English, Romanian English, but it's still English. The communications there, we get through problems very, very quickly. So I enjoy working with American companies when it comes to making tools. Now, that being said, there's no high-precision ID grinder made in the USA. So fortunately for me, we have a fellow named Randy that works with us at Dynamite. And Randy worked for a very, very large OEM in their fuel injection department. And he ran their fuel injection department for like 34 years. He knows everybody on the planet and has worked with all them on manufacturing tools that can manufacture parts. So my grinders are coming from outside of the USA, but... I've met the dudes that make those grinders and they have a team of people that do that every single day and their precision is ultra top notch. Like we'll be able to hold a quarter of a micron clearance. So ultra, ultra amazing. I'm super stoked. Very cool. I know one of the things people are going to be uh, interested in when this you know episode goes live is we're going to be right there at, uh, at black Friday. So I got to ask you that, you know, the question, can we get, uh, either a sneak peek or maybe you guys have already released them. Uh, maybe some salespeople can take advantage of some injector upgrades, some replacements. What do you guys got? Okay. So let me read this because I'm not a sales guy and, and <laughs> yeah, I that nobody ever believes me when I say that, but so we got uh 305, 325 Patriots. Um, they're 15% off of map from now, right now, right now until the end of the year. So that's extremely cheap because those came in, at $295 retail. And now through any of our participating dealers, any dealer of ours is going to get 15% off from us. They can pass that off to their consumer. So 15% off of uh, MAP. So it's an extremely high quality injector for not that much money right now. So by all means, if you're thinking like, ah, my injectors are in pretty good shape, but you know you're going to put injectors in it, 
and you're going to put stock injectors in it, get Patriots right now before the end of the year, because that is super cheap. And then Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that stuff. We got uh, 10% off of MAP. Uh, so that starts the November 24th, and that'll end November 30th. Um, military and first responders. So policemen, ambulance guys, uh, mall cops that actually have to fight people. Any of you guys out there that uh, need a set of injectors, 10% off of MAP. All products, December 5th through 9th. So a special sale just to say thank you to all those guys and gals. Uh, and then Christmas sale is 5% off of MAP on all products. That is December 12th through the 31st. And right now, I will ask Tyler to put that on the green screen behind me. So uh, that way we've got that and people can maybe take a screenshot of it. So, yeah, that's it's exciting. We've got a lot of products for sale. You know, everybody knows that no matter where you go, almost everybody has too much inventory right now. And shipping for us has been a real bugger for about a year. But we finally started getting products that we've had on order. And uh, I'm telling you, like 14 millimeter plungers for P-pumps. Finally got them. They're being tested. The customer that we sell them to is extremely stoked. He bought all of them that I could get my hands on. Uh, P7100 camshafts. We finally have those in stock. So, you know, Common Rail really helped us learn a lot about like mechanical injection. So my blue 98 truck, 31,000 miles on it, took the pump off, took that camshaft out of it, put one of our cams in it, put a regular, you know, Bosch 215-style plunger in it. So it's some timing involved in it. And it pumps a lot better than a flat-top plunger. And that thing with pilot holes, we did an experiment in my truck that I drive often. And I had, like, our stage ones in it. And it was your normal 12-valve. Like, I thought it ran good. But it, you know, it's still a 12 valve kind of a deal. Like every, you know, I always think about driving a 12 valve and I'm like, yeah, you know, for a 12 valve, it runs good. But I, I always give it that stipulation. Like, you know, you're a pretty good bowler for a guy with one wooden leg. Like you don't have to be that good. You, you got a wooden leg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> After we changed injectors to the five hole plus two pilots, I now have to get rid of that stigma. It is like driving a damn common rail it is awesome throttle response is insane i actually had to adjust the throttle valve cable because the power comes on so much earlier now that it just tv cable wasn't right actually to be honest the torque converter it was a little bit higher stall than factory was and now because it comes on so hard on the bottom the torque converter feels way too loose so I'll probably end up pulling tranny out and getting Phil to send me from, you know, uh, I, I'll probably get Phil to send me another converter. a little bit tighter because it, it, this truck can actually pack it like a common rail now. It is a big difference. So, and that's one thing that, you know, Patrick, like if, if I'm really bad at anything, it's cussing and looking at my own website. <laughs> I... This laptop that I'm looking at, this is almost the only time that I ever use it. <laughs> so I need to take this laptop home. I need to look at my website. I need to type myself a bunch of notes because I realized that our patented technology with the pilot holes is amazing. 
I realized that I know about all these crazy little things that are starting to show up. And I realized that I'm so busy that I haven't been even telling the people in this building, like the sales guys didn't even know about the plungers. They didn't know about the cams. Our CFOs like hitting me up about all these bills. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm testing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not telling anybody about nothing I'm doing. So I've got to, uh, I won't be the guy editing the website, but I'm, I'm going to start updating our website a lot more often because I think that we, me, me, I'm really bad about telling people about all the cool stuff that we're doing. I just do it. And then I expect people buy it and they're going to be like, oh, wow, it's awesome. I expect them to read my mind to figure it out. I guess it's not good. That's what's so cool about our chats is it's a way to tell our listeners and the people, you know, who are tuning in just what what you have going on is there's so many cool things. And it was, it was cool to be able to catch up with you today, talk about the Patriot series. And then also, you know, three liter Duramax that you got or the couple of them that you got and all the cool things there. There's some really good sales. Um, I think that 15% off and the 10% off, it's a great time to save some money, get some quality products. So I appreciate you squeezing in a, conversation with me today and and you know dropping some knowledge on us and and answering those questions our listeners had so just a quick recap i got an outside sales guy wade from diesel daydreams lives in denver and you know so if any of our shops out there want to get a visit from wade please reach out let us know we'll get wade heading your way um with wade coming on board we're we're definitely going to be doing a booth like a 10 by 20 at the PRI show. So if any listeners out there want to come and meet us, we'll be at PRI. Please swing by, say hi. Um, If anybody's going to be at the association of diesel specialist show down in Texas, then we will be at that show as well. So please swing by, say hi. And that, that show, that show was a lot of fun. I went last year and the weather was pretty, pretty nice. It was good to get out of, uh, you know, the rain and the snow and all the misery and go down there and see some weather that was good. Uh, Plus seeing everything else, not just dynamite, but everybody else in the diesel world. uh, That was a good show to visit. That was a great, that was a great spot to see some things that gave me hope. You know, a lot of these trucks are getting older and, you know, even the ECMs, throttle position sensors, stuff like that. It's all failing. You can't buy new ones right now because Doc doesn't sell them. You know, the old Ford parts, they don't support anymore these aftermarket guys are starting to wake up and starting to grab it and do it. So it's either them or us. So if they don't take it, then we'll start, I'll get with somebody on EPSs or whatever. Right. But uh, we'll be at both those shows. Um, yes. I got my first Duramax. I take position of it tomorrow and I'm going to order up another one. I'm probably, to be honest, I've been inside the factory that makes the L5 P injection parts. And it was very, very, very impressive. So ever since I left that factory, I realized the L5P injectors don't fail like any other stuff does. Like they last a good long time. And because of that, I've wanted to buy an L5P since then. I currently own a 2012 uh, flatbed dually 3500. That's kind of my tow truck. And I own a 2019 uh, single rear wheel, like 68 truck. Um, I'm going to end up selling my dually, probably replacing that with an L5P dually, uh, because I really do want to drive that. And I want to monkey with those injectors and figure some stuff out there. 
But uh, I mean, the Duramax stuff, like I feel like we've kind of got it whooped. So I don't need to own Dodgers anymore. Like now I can, not that I hate them, not that I'm walking, not that I'm not, uh, it's not that I don't like the trucks anymore. It's just time for me to move into that Duramax world and quit using, like I've got some great shops that work with us that really forte on Duramaxes. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's time to kind of grab a next gear and get into the Duramax world and get that stuff all tested too. Very cool, Lenny. Well, thanks for thanks for chatting with me today, and I'll make sure and uh, bug you about Duramax stuff here in the future. Right on, brother. Well, thank you, and uh, if I don't chat with you, happy holidays, man. Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and head on over to Kershaw.kaiusa.com. Use code Diesel2023 for 20% off site-wide. It's a great way to save some money, get some really cool gear. If you're in the market for a knife or EDC or hunting or looking to give a gift around the holiday season, they've got a ton of choices, a bunch of new knives have released in 2023, so you're definitely going to find something there um, to meet your budget, your use, and your goals. Also want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon supporters, Tyler Lowen, a 23 diesel, J Cole, John, all of our other Patreon supporters, all of you who subscribe on YouTube podcast apps, follow us on social media. We appreciate all your support here in year seven, almost year eight of the diesel podcast and looking forward to bringing more of the content that you guys want to hear in 2023 and 2024 until next time. Keep the shiny side up.